Okay, hello everyone and welcome to episode two of a Spectrum Gaming Podcast. This week we're going to be talking about awkward and funny artisan moments. I'm sure everyone's got a lot to share today. Um, so first of all, let me introduce you to everyone who's in my podcast. So I'll ask each of you who you are. And for this this week's question is going to be why you joined Spectrum Gaming. Um, so Ruben, you first. Uh, I joined Spectrum Game. Uh, I primarily uh, joined Spectrum Game because it was some. It was like a sort of unique new idea that I hadn't quite heard of. And I was during. I was going through a phase where like, I was trying out new things. Well, like yeah. So I gave it a shot, and yeah, okay. one thing led to another, and now I've been on SG for seven months. <laughs> yeah, cool. <laughs> Okay, so Jacob, you're next. Who are you? And why did you um, I I joined Spectrum Gaming because, um, again, it was a unique thing that I'd never heard of before. Um, I was actually going through a patch where friends weren't really a thing for me. But since joining Spectrum Gaming, I've built up those skills. And I'm coming up to seven months at Spectrum Gaming. You're two of the originals. So, yeah. What about you, Rowan? Um, hi, I'm Rowan, and I joined Spectrum Gaming because I had no friends. Just to put it simply. Cool. I'm glad you've made some friends on Spectrum Gaming. That's great. And finally, Luca, who are you, and why did you join Spectrum Gaming? Uh, joined Spectrum Gaming because Andy made me. <laughs> what do you mean I made you? <laughs> So, well, you, you made the server and then you changed the name to Spectrum Gaming and then... <laughs> okay, okay. Just stayed in there. <laughs> so before it was Spectrum Gaming, it was a bit more of a local community. So a few artistic young people in our local area joined the server together and then it evolved into Spectrum Gaming. Not without your approval. I asked everyone and everyone decided that it would be a good idea to do to help it grow and develop. So that's how Spectrum Gaming started. So yeah, that's huh. everyone who we have today. I never knew that. Yeah, yeah, I think at first the server was called Shrek Swamp. And we had a Shrek worship channel. I think that was the most active part where everyone just sent Shrek pictures and memes all day. So, yeah, yeah. sadly it got deleted. Yeah, it's, it's gone Somebody now. deleted it. Yeah, it's gone to a better place. Looking at you, Andy. <laughs> okay. Haven't you, Andrew? <laughs> anyway, <Sandra. laughs> let, let's get right into it. We're talking about awkward and funny art and moments. Would anyone want, like to share something first for an example of something they found quite awkward? I will. So basically, something that sort of is sort of like an occurring pattern to me is that every time, like, I get myself in a sort of anxious state. So, for example, like at school, the receptionist could say good morning to me, and I I would just completely blank her because I was in so much of a state that I didn't even realise she was saying anything. But then they kept occurring, and I was like. This is becoming more and more awkward each time. Yeah. So, yeah. I understand that as well. I have sort of, I'd say I'm different every single day. So, I, one example is, I, I don't know. I, I like it when people understand that. I understand that how you feel can change every day. So, I, I go yeah. to a running club every week. And the thing I love there was some weeks I was really chatty and got involved with a group and talked to everyone. Other weeks I just needed to just go and sit on my own and go and do my own thing. But each time they yeah. respected and understood that, that you can be different day by day. So, yeah, yeah I think that's yeah. really important to understand. Cool. 
Yeah. Rowan, what do you think? Have you got any awkward or funny moments to share? Um... I have the worst memory ever, so honestly not that I can remember. But, um... I'm not sure if this would class as one, but, like, it was a just... I'm not sure if it would class as an autism funny moment or an in-general one, but... One time I was, um... Cycling back from McDonald's, and I fell off my bike, and... I was in incredible amounts of pain, and I said, at least I got my McDonald's while laughing. Yeah. <laughs> in, I wasn't crying, I was just laughing a bit at, that, at the joke I had just made. When, um... <laughs> yeah, when I had just fallen, like, about a metre, like, out of the air onto the floor, so... Oh, cool, that's quite impressive. Yeah. Actually, I, I know. So, so one, one, one um, thing that can be different in autistic people is you can have different sort of sensitivities to pain. So I know someone who once, when he was about 12 years old, I was pushing him on a swing. He jumped off the swing and seemed absolutely fine. He, he just carried on as usual, smiling and was quite happy. When he went to eat his tea with his knife and fork, he couldn't hold the knife whatsoever. The reason was when he was on the swing, he'd actually broken his arm. But because he's undersensitive to pain, he didn't realise that he'd broken it. And then he had to go go to A and E and get a what are they called? Thing in the bar. Cast. Cast. Yeah. yeah, like one of my biggest autism traits is I'm undersensitive to pain. Yeah. Mm. If anything, I think I'm a bit oversensitive to pain. Mm. Yeah, it's different for everyone. You can be over or undersensitive yeah. to each of the senses, so yeah. So Luca, have you got any moments that you want to share? Yeah. When it I don't like speaking to people because I don't know. Yeah. So when whenever I see someone while I'm walking and they try and say hi to me, I just pretend I didn't hear them or something or just run away from them. <laughs> and they get really angry at me because I, I ran away from them. So what, what, why, why do you think it is that you run away from people and when you see them? Uh, because I don't like them. Okay, <laughs> I guess that makes sense then. <laughs> cool. <laughs> so, Reuben, what's what, what's an awkward or funny moment that you can think of? Uh, well, Andy, you, well, Andy and Jacob, they'll they'll uh, confirm that this actually happened. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> uh, every now and again, Spectrum Gaming has meetups that are themed around yeah. things, and one of those was a train spotting meetup at Lemon Tube Train Station. Uh, this is the second one we've had. And then, um, yeah, as the train was going past, um, Fraser was getting a little bit overexcited that it used its horn. <laughs> and the conductor of the train actually got so concerned that he, that he almost ended up calling the police. He's <laughs> 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 like, why did you call the police on a couple of kids just having fun? Yeah, so, yeah, there was, there was six, just to comply with social distancing, there were six of us on this meetup at a train station, um, and everyone was getting really happy with a with train's honking and that sort of thing. Yeah. Um, <laughs> the next minute, we, we didn't know the police had been contacted. One of the train staff from downstairs ran upstairs and came over and asked us, asked us all what we were doing, um, because apparently a, a bunch of artistic people jumping around and having fun looks really troublesome. But, yeah. I'm sure. Yeah, see, this I'm is, sure this they is used to work. This is why we need these. 
Yeah. I'm sure the conductor actually used the word frisky to describe us. Like, uh, I just told them, I just told them we were a bit frisky. Yeah. Yeah. It, it's quite what? <laughs> Go on, what did they think you were doing? I, also, they didn't actually say, they just said that we, they thought we looked quite suspicious so maybe jumping and cheering and being happy that makes sense as an artistic person is quite suspicious but yeah there you go that was quite <laughs> yeah um, confusion visible confusion yeah <laughs> there you go you know what? I, I, i've got a, i've got quite a good awkward moment as well so I, i'll share that um so <laughs> a couple of years ago i was working in a residential service for young people it was my first shift there ever and i went out and went shopping um brought the change back and gave it to the manager. About two hours later, the manager asked all the staff to come to the staff room. She said, I had, I, I forgot something. I've, I've counted up all of the cash and there's £20 missing. Who's got it? And I had absolutely no idea £20 had gone missing. So everyone was panicking and wondering who it could be. Um, they, they said that I was the last person who'd had money because I went shopping. So everyone thought that I was quite suspicious. But I told them I've definitely given them money back and I don't have it. But of course, one of the things I struggle with is giving people eye contact. So I was looking mm. at the floor, shuffling about because I was feeling a bit nervous. And everyone was looking at me thinking, we know it's him, we know he's taking it. Because they've all been there for years and so all know each other. And I'm a new person who looks really, really suspicious because I'm not giving anyone <laughs> eye contact. Um, so everyone's sort of asking me interrogating questions and making me feel really, really nervous. Half an hour later, it turns out my manager was sat on my £20 note. <laughs> 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 so I, I was just thinking, if she, if she didn't just... find it, then oh I my God, know that would have I sort of understand. If you're not giving people eye contact and you're shuffling around and looking quite shifty, people are going to think it's you, aren't they? But... Yeah I'm, yeah, I'm just lucky they found it because I don't know what would have happened otherwise. But yeah. <laughs> Whenever someone accuses me of something and I didn't do it, I find it really funny. So that doesn't help at all. Yeah. Same. That's one of my things as well. Every time someone accuses me of something, I start smiling for some reason. What's That's quite annoying. Yeah. <laughs> what? My iPad's on charge, but the percentage is still dropping. What? That might be because there's lots of us on video call. It should be. Oh, yeah. video oh, call. That happened with my phone about five minutes ago. It went down oh, from yeah. like 10 to zero in about two seconds. Cool. Yeah. At least the percentage isn't going down at the same rate like as it would be if there was no charger whatsoever. So, so we, we, we've mentioned a few moments where what we've done has made people feel a bit <laughs> yeah, yeah, sort of yeah. but how about the other way around has anyone had any moments that you found quite rude or offensive from other people in regards to autism um, I have I've... Exist. <laughs> uh, yeah that is one of the things that really annoys me because like you get different interpretations of what people think about autism mm. but yet there's so many that people don't know what to believe. Like, oh, I'll believe this, or oh, I'll believe that. So yeah, I can sort of understand where I where other people are coming from when they say about autism speaks. But I have to say, an experience for me was like <laughs> it is when I was in year four, so 2016. Someone actually walked up to my face and called me a retard. Which, I mean, I really found that offensive and it really annoyed me to the core because I've never, I didn't even know what he meant at the time. 
But when I find out, it shot me to the core that someone would use that type of language. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I think that's happened to me as well when I was in school. I think sometimes when you act a bit differently to other people, pe people are just too quick to judge and just, <laughs> I don't know. It's... You're like, I have had the good fortune to have that never happen to me. Although, I've been... given that I've got at least two years of school left, it probably will happen at some point. Yeah, hopefully not. Like, I've been called a retard three times at school, and that's, that's half the reason I don't go anymore. Mm, yeah, sorry about that. So just just going back to the, to the last part, so Reuben mentioned one of the moments he finds rude is the fact Autism Speaks exists. <laughs> so, so just in case people <laughs> don't know, um, <laughs> Autism Speaks is an American charity that it sort of claims that it cares about autistic people and wants what's best for them, um, but instead they're more focused on sort of getting a cure and all this other nonsense there's also um a video called i am autism which is quite a horrendous really really bad video about how much autism is a burden to everyone and yeah so they're not really good it, it's, it's it's yeah yeah that's good. the kind of logic that karen's all believe <laughs> yeah. about autism yeah yeah. yeah. I mean, like we've sort of got friends. to take into account that there are a lot of silly rumours out there about autism. I read one by this disgraced scientist about the fact that vaccinations cause autism. I don't know if any of you have oh, heard yeah. that. But yeah. they, yeah. people have yeah. said that vaccinations have caused autism. But then I went on to think, how does that happen? Because my mum didn't have any vaccinations when she was pregnant with me. I I didn't have it. And I was thinking, when I was born, I already had autism anyway. So and Before I had my vaccination. So I thought, well, that, that can't be true. But it just goes to show there are a lot of rumours about out there about autism. Yeah, definitely. I remember seeing something online. It made me laugh. It said, um... "Yeah, just to prove it, I literally got vaccinated yesterday against HPV, and if anything, I've been feeling a bit less autistic lately." <laughs> well, I always said, "It's an autism level up." You know, you upgraded your autism. Good job. Yeah, just renewing your autism. Yeah, yeah, just, just the meme. Level up. Yeah, just level up flashes across the screen. <laughs> the, other, the, the other meme I absolutely love there was something that said something like autistic people are much much more likely to become scientists than most of the population. Oh wait a minute, that means autism causes vaccines. <laughs> oh yeah, oh yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I could, I can definitely see where that. That's a good from. one. That's a good one. Yeah. So, so yeah. Uh, on this topic then. I've got a good answer for this as well. Um, so, have you had any really funny sort of conspiracy theories around what causes or or fixes autism? If that makes sense. What what what? <laughs> one example is a local ice cream van <laughs> near me was selling quail eggs, and they were absolutely determined <laughs> to make sure we knew that having a quail egg a day cures <laughs> autism. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Imagine being so to, to try to sell quail eggs. <laughs> I know. Claiming it cures autism. Wait, was that was, was it an ice cream van you were on about? Well? It was an ice cream van, yeah, that sold quail eggs on the side. An ice cream van. Ice cream van selling quail eggs. <laughs> 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 Maybe it's an Autism Speaks infiltration vehicle. <laughs> Came over from the US. <laughs> dun dun dun. S I V. 
Yeah. Or speaks to vehicle. Cool. <laughs> so, um, has anyone else got any had any moments like that? Or have you not yet? Uh, nah. Uh, I've got something that links onto it. Yeah? So, it was the day I was diagnosed with autism. So, it must have been 2012. And basically what happened was I went back into school. Unbeknownst what this autism was at the time, because I had no clue what it meant. And I remember going up the stairs with my friend and saying, I've got autism. She was like, what's autism? I'm like, I've not got a clue. And then thinking, what What actually is autism? And then I didn't even actually know what autism was completely until about four years ago. But, you know... <laughs> It was a funny moment, and I, it still plays on my mind today. Yeah, well, I was yeah. going in back and saying, I don't know, autism, that kind of thing, when I didn't even know what it was. Yeah. So, yeah. I think that's quite a common theme in Spectrum Gaming, where people get an awesome diagnosis, but no one ever actually explains what it is, which is why yeah. one of our next episodes is going to be explaining what autism is from everyone's perspective. So, make sure to... Yes, I can watch I it! I for that episode as well. Yeah, cool. So... <laughs> Oh, going to Luca then, have you had any, any moments that you found rude or offensive? Yeah, actually, I've just thought of a bunch just then, actually, when you're talking about it. Yeah, cool. But I forgot them just now. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> I think one thing oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. So, one time I told someone in primary school that I was autistic. And then, they went and told all of their friends. And then, like, randomly, this one person started talking to me in like a really high-pitched voice like like i was like a baby or something mm. it was really annoying yeah. oh oh and also like one time one of my friends randomly just started saying saying that they're autistic and waving their arms about and making weird sounds but it was really weird because i literally told them i was autistic the day before that that's very silly isn't it but yeah <laughs> <laughs> wait <laughs> I've, I've I just a... thought of something. Yeah, go on, Ruben. Hopefully this episode of the podcast doesn't get uh, bot disliked like the last one did. <laughs> oh, don't worry. Hopefully it doesn't. Yeah, yeah right. <laughs> Oh, no, the last one didn't. It's only got five dislikes. I think YouTube yeah, yeah, they, they, did it. They did bot dislike it. They just removed the dislikes later. Yeah, I think YouTube removed it. It apparently yeah. automatically removes dislikes from bots. Um, so yeah, that's good. Oh, yeah, if there's um, dislikes um, frequently, so, like, I think it's three per second that's the limit, or um, YouTube removes them. Yeah, I'm pretty sure it was one dislike every four, five seconds. Mm. Yeah, YouTube probably still picked it up. Yeah. The thing is, it was on a regular frequency. It wasn't, like, completely randomised. It was, like, at regular intervals. Right, back on topic, guys. Yeah, Luca, back on topic, yeah. I've got some really bad news here. <laughs> Wait, first I have to ask, has anyone else ever had that where you tell someone you're autistic and they start talking to you like you're a baby? Mm, a, a bit. There was somebody who I, um, I told was autistic and they started talking to me like, not like a baby, but le like not how they used to. So like a yeah. little less, just it's hard to explain. But they weren't talking like they usually did. Yeah. yeah. They were saying more simple words and stuff. 
Well, unfortunately, I've got some really bad news for everyone, which is even as an adult, people still do the exact same thing. <laughs> even even a couple of months ago. There goes my future. <laughs> Sorry. But a couple of months ago, I was, <laughs> I, I was in a cafe on my laptop. I was actually writing a presentation about autism. Someone walked behind me and saw what I was doing and said, oh, why are you doing that? And I just said, you know, I'm autistic and I talk about autism sometimes. And the next minute they started, they, they started saying, oh my gosh, you are such an inspiration. I can't believe you're autistic and you have a job. It's so wonderful. Oh my gosh. Hey, if you know what this guy's been up to, it's amazing. Blah, blah, blah. That's just, that's only one example that I can think of. But that's so stupid. To be fair, Randy is quite <laughs> please don't. That's ridiculous. Thing. Thank you for the compliment, but please don't. <laughs> You're more amazing. <laughs> You're amazing. You're amazing. And other viewers are amazing. <laughs> See, I like to think of autism as not a disability, but a different ability. Yeah. Yeah. That's how I. That's how I tend to put it. So, so I think I think that's quite an interesting perspective, Reuben, about autism not being a disability but a different ability. For, for me, yeah. I, I, I personally think disability shouldn't be a bad word, and <laughs> it's it doesn't it isn't that it doesn't really matter that much about whether autism is used as a disability or not. If that makes sense, um, yeah. I don't know. Yeah. So, Rowan, what do you think? Um, you know how people call um. ASD, so Autism Spectrum Disorder. Mm. I hate the word disorder being used for it, but because disorder, that just sounds like it's wrong and bad, when it, I'd consider it, like, a good thing. Like, you know, autistic people think in a different way to normal people, and quite often it's a better way, in my opinion. Yeah, cool. I think, I think again, for me... <laughs> I don't, I don't always see autism as positive all the time. I think it has negatives as well. So for me, it's my sort of perspective is whether you love autism or you hate it, you're stuck with it whether you like it or not. So you may as well try to yeah. enjoy it. And <laughs> that's, that, that's my perspective on it anyway. So it's great to just sort of embrace the positives, but also learn to live and work around the difficulties as well. Um, yeah. Have you got any thoughts on that, Luca? Well... I like um, thinking. I like. Um, I don't know what I'm saying. <laughs> um, so like, don't know where I was going with that. No, it's fine. Just let me know if you, if you remember it. Jacob, what do you think? Um. So genuinely, I I can I can agree with what you're saying about it being positive and negative. You can see it's got its positive effects, like, you know, I like to think of it, and I've even got a badge to prove this, autism is my superpower, that's what the badge says. Um, I can't, I can't really see it, like, I know it is a positive and negative thing, like, like what you said, you've just got to take it on a plate and suck it up, because you're going to be stuck, you're stuck with it for life, and you, you'll grow used to it, like, <clears throat> I've had a lot of things I've had to overcome with autism, you know, and <clears throat> I can hand on heart relate to what you're saying, because half of the things with autism, like, are positive and negative so you just have to look, whatever angle you look at it from i'd say you just have to look at it from a positive angle and take it how you want to interpret it like, i'm pretty sure even i'm pretty sure even with like something that could um take away autism i'm not, I'm not sure like anyone would take 
that. I'm not sure anyone would want to. So while we're on the topic of what autism is, one of one of the things that I think about a lot is when a lot of people have talked about this catching game before. When people are quite truthful and honest, but then accidentally offend other people when, when they are that honest. If that makes sense. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Well, yeah. Do you want quite a funny story on that? Yeah. Do you want to share your yeah. story first, Ruben? Uh, I can't remember what I put. Um, I do. So one time, a couple years ago, maybe like three or four. Um, so my mum says from her perspective. Um, so I run into a room crying and saying, um, my sister's friend had shouted at me, and she said, "Well, why did she shout at you?" And I said, "I said she was fat." And mum said, "Well, why did you say that?" And I said, "Because it's true." But, uh, and I really didn't understand what I'd done wrong, because to me, I was just saying the truth. I now get that, because, like, well, I just called someone fat, but... Yeah, it is. I, like, back then, I really didn't understand that. Mm, yeah. <laughs> I, I, I've, had a, I've had my walks like that as well, even recently. <laughs> On my first day of my job, um, I was showed around the office and introduced to people. Um, <laughs> and when I was introduced to one particular team who... We're very talkative and quite loud while we're talking to each other. Um, <laughs> the person who was showing me around said, these guys can be um, quite chatty at times. And I, mean, I just said, yeah, I noticed. And people looked at me absolutely shocked. Like, they didn't believe that I said that. And I just, I don't know, it's, it's a truth. They feel they were very loud and chatty. Why, like, why is that upsetting? But yeah, it's, it's, yeah, it's interesting. Like, you did notice and you were telling the truth. Yeah. So Jacob, what about you? you so, so I I've done this often. Like you can do it without even realizing, you know. Like I you know, like here's a good one. So Eureka, um, hoping you know Eureka, the museum in Halifax, the children's museum. So I went there when I was younger, and there was this um, pantomime character that was there. And I said, accidentally, you know, that lady's a man. You know, like, because it was a pantomime character. And I, I when I was younger, I had a habit of taking things quite literally. So I said, that lady's a man. And then we, I got a picture taken with that character. And then, you know, everything seemed to clear up. But now I think about it, I think, oh, my God, how could I have stood there and said that? Yeah. Oh. Yeah. To be fair, that probably isn't the worst encounter that person had, but uh, <laughs> yeah. 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 I think I think it is. Yeah. Does this happen to you as well, where you say something and you say it in the moment, but it isn't until later on when you actually realise that it's something that you shouldn't say. Oh, I, have, I yeah. have done that. Yeah. So 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 many times. Like, I can do it like um four times a week and not even realize until the week after yeah. <laughs> and even even if you oh, yeah. this and try so hard to teach yourself to not do things like that it's still in a moment it happens and keeps happening but yeah, yeah. that's my experience anyway so, so yeah. sometimes while i'm saying something like that, that i shouldn't say like in the middle of saying it i'm like why am i saying this 
I should stop. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> already, you already and then I can't. Point <laughs> so you keep going. <laughs> I can't. Uh, that's stop. happened to me a couple times. Like I've just been like this. Oh my god, why am I saying this? Stop. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah, and and I just keep going. I'm <laughs> going on like, and my brain's just like, stop doing that, it's stupid stuff. You've gone to a point of no return. Why am I like, stop. Yeah. <laughs> cool. So, so, so the other thing that people have mentioned a few times, rather than just saying things that other people find a bit offensive, also having behaviour that people see as different and getting offended by it. Um, so one example someone gave, I've forgotten who it was, um... Someone said about not saying hello and bye to people, and that people can get really upset by it. I don't remember who it was. I don't know. Okay. <laughs> Does anyone have an example of that? So I think I think if you one like I said, some people said about not saying hello and bye to people because really it isn't it doesn't really add that much to conversation. So a lot of artistic people don't see value in it, but people can get upset if you don't do that sort of thing. Um, another example someone said was about doing different things to most people at breaks and lunch times and people sort yeah. of that as well. Yeah. 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 Like sort of behaviours like this tended to happen when I was a lot younger. So I'd say like four or five. I we used to be in the supermarket and I'd just go into a meltdown. The same happened when I was on an escalator or in the lift. I have I had a massive anxiety meltdown. And it people just you know what people are like. They'll give you that look as if, what is he doing? Like, you know, but then you do, people don't realise because people expect, and I'm not trying to say this in a rude way, but people expect that autistic people are just going to wear big badges that say I'm autistic so they can recognise it. But I'm sorry, that's not the reality. The reality is, is that these behaviours are because of an actual disorder and they can't help it. So those kind of behaviours have happened to me a lot. But now I'm older, I've got more coping strategies and stuff for when that type of stuff does happen. So I'm quite fortunate in a way because it doesn't happen nowadays. I have less meltdowns now. Um because I've got better though, just because I don't go outside. <laughs> like, um, like, I don't usually have meltdowns outside of my house because my brain goes like this. No, everyone's watching. You can't do that. And then as soon as I get back home, I just start crying and shouting. Hmm. I, I'm exactly the same as that. I normally, I, if, if I had a bad day or something, it's the second I get home, I just... <laughs> basically break down and go completely bonkers but I've, I've only ever had one full-on meltdown in public and it was it was actually at a concert with a friend and everything was fine the next minute i i have no idea why i just started screaming at him and going absolutely crazy and i literally ran home crying from a night out and i still don't understand what the full reason why i was behind it but and it's weird how it was out of a blue when normally it's always when i'm at home when that stuff happens but some of the time yeah. Instead of meltdowns, I just go really quiet, so no one can tell there's anything wrong, so yeah. that's not that good, really, though. Yeah, like, with the school and, like, doing different stuff at break, like, um, with me, I just sit in a gap between a wall and a locker and read because I dislike socialising with those people because they, they're loud, just to put it simply, they're loud. Yeah. 
I have to say I've had those sort of experiences myself. Um, at my school, we have a area where um, people with SEN can go. So it's called Our Place, Same. and it's open every single day um, where people can go, you know, just have a chat with the teachers, sit down, because COVID has brought some measures into that where we can only socialise with our own year group, whereas before it was year seven, eight, and nine. Um, but now it's now year nine only. And I feel like the sort of reason that I go there every lunchtime is because I'm a very quiet person in school. When I was in school, I before our place had opened, before we put, before they put any measures in like that, um, I just used to wander around the school a lot, like not having a clue what I was doing, just wandering around the school constantly doing finding whatever I could do. Because like be because in my shoes I felt like loads of people just take the mick out of me if I went outside because I've had a lot of that before. So for me to have that place where I can go at break time and lunch time is special. Because A, it gives me a chance to get things off my chest that I need to, like, I don't know, any overdue homework or something that I could go and get resolved. And B, it stops me wandering around, wandering around feeling lonely because that's, that is what I felt before. But now I'm grateful that that support's in place. Yeah. Remember when I was oh. in school, I would just sit in the library and read books every day. So, well, that's most of the time anyway. Sometimes I went outside, but yeah. Well, that's what I do. I just, yeah. I just sit there and read books. Cool. Well, when I was at school. Yeah. Uh, I did school. just sit there and read books. Mm. My school before... Yeah? My school before the lockdown, there was this weird man, weird autistic man that came in sometimes. With his... With his there's some video games, I've just played that sometimes. <laughs> I wonder who that weird man was. <laughs> There's some, some weird humour. <laughs> when Whoa. you first said there was some he weird autistic man that came in, I was slightly concerned. <laughs> I know, that's why I just wanted to clarify. But <laughs> yeah. so I was just mildly, yeah, just a visible concern on Andy's face. Yeah. <laughs> We know I was supposed to be there because the head teacher came in and joined some of the games and got beat by everyone on Super Smash Bros. I remember it. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Did that happen? Yeah, cool. Anyway, <laughs> is, is there anything else that anyone wanted to mention or talk about today? I do. So it's a funny moment that ha that kept occurring. So in 2011, so my second year of primary school, there was this teacher who was over six foot tall compared to little reception kid me. Every time she came by, I used to hide behind one of those, do you know, school easels. I used to hide behind one of those school easels because, you know, I, and this is the word I used, there was a tall, scary woman in the class. So every time that happened, it kept happening. So they decided to do something about it. And do you know what they did? They made a book for me about uh, tall people and how the teacher was and how nice she was. Um, so as soon as I got that, I think that fear went away. But to this day, I think, how could I have hid behind an easel because of a six-foot woman who was literally the quarter, the quarter over the... I was the quarter of her size by then. And I was like, 
I so they created me a book and then we got along but sadly she's not at that school anymore I think she resigned back in 2014 so you know it, it was just reality because she went from being a Scots the tall scary woman of the school to being someone who I got on with so well but it's just those type of stories that you want to tell people because it's your childhood it's something very funny about your childhood and I think it's something that has played on my mind ever since. Like, how could I have really got that far? But no, it is a funny it is a funny story that I like to tell everyone from time to time. Like when you're scared of something, you think you'll never get past that fear. And then when you yeah. get past it, you're like, How the hell was I scared of that thing? <laughs> exactly. Um, though yeah. at the time it seems impossible, so hmm. definitely. Like, I, I find the mind a very strange thing when it comes to that. It took me a lot of time to get used to the fact that there was a scary teacher there. But exactly what you just said, it was very, it, it was very like, I don't want to say childish, but it was just a very immature sort of thing now I look back on it. Well, that's probably because I've oldened and matured and, you know, realised that there was nothing to actually be scared about. But no, I could, I could definitely see how little five-year-old me got scared because of that teacher. Like, that's a good example of, um, like, autistic people's anxiety. Like yeah. it's always, it's quite all, it's quite often not a reasonable fear, but um at the time they don't see it as that. Definitely, I think, yeah, I think the podcast episode on that topic of autism and anxiety. Yeah, because there is so much to yep. mention, and I think so much people would find useful yep. as well. Um, Definitely. Yeah, I don't know if people know this, but a few years ago I had a fear of getting people's names wrong, so I didn't say anyone's name <laughs> for a couple of years. We'll save this as the last story, because I think we've had enough time and we'll leave it there. But the way it started was, I was volunteering at a school and we had a secret Santa, um, and I got a present for someone. It turns out I got it for the wrong person, so one person had two Oh, no way. The person who got nothing was not bothered or was not upset whatsoever. But for some reason, my brain decided that that was a really, really bad thing, even though no one was actually bothered. And since that day, I could never say the name of anyone new who I'd never met before. And it lasted for about two years until I had to sort of train myself and teach myself a sort of step-by-step -step yeah. to overcome the fear of saying people's names. Um, I still get angry yeah. saying new people's names now, but back then That's it an was interesting an one. one. Yeah. Yeah, that's an interesting one. Mm. My friends, I didn't say their name directly to them for like six months after I met them. Yeah. Yeah. I'm still not sure for no reason, even though I've seen that their name written down in those places. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Right. Well, guys, I think we should leave it there then. Thank you very much, everyone, for joining yeah. us. Um, anyone have any final things they want to say? No. Like and subscribe right now, where I will literally drink water. <laughs> okay. No, not water. <laughs> right, it's been nice to see everyone, man, and see you next time. Bye bye. See ya. Bye. 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 bye.